Hello and welcome to Podcast Free. It's Caveman, okay. the Wingman. The Wing, no, that's out of order. It's Rufus here, so. Are you alright? I'm not too bad, thanks. I've had a really good two weeks. How's about you? I've had a very good two weeks. Excellent. Got a new band that I've been listening to this week. Who are they? Of Rifles. Okay. Yeah, a bit of a lads band. Yeah. Bit jam influenced. Had a weather playing with them. But a very cool second album. First album was brilliant. Been to see him a few times live, and uh, that's been stuck on my CD player this week. A new book. And what book? Kathy Reich or Reich? Sorry. Is she German? No, I think she's American. Okay. And uh, it's like the book that the TV series Bones is based on. Okay. Yeah. I don't watch any telly, so I'll say yes. Yes. Just say yes. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Not yeah, yeah. Yeah. All just, right. That's another band. Okay. Just just yes, which could be another band. As yeah, well. exactly. I was about to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Makes sense, eh? So, all right. Right, episode two. We've had a few complaints about that. Because obviously we ripped the um, crap out of George Brown. George Brown? <laughs> George Brown? Who's George Brown? Oh, Is that God. Gordon's brother? Who'd <laughs> start again, man? That well-known person. <laughs> Gordon. Gordon's brother. <laughs> if you're going to write a podcast not, and never write it on a train on the way to the recording, no. it'll go wrong. I'm not going to cut out your mistakes. <laughs> Make you look good. Right, in episode two, talk about Gordon Brown. Gordon? Yeah, I mean, we said... I've heard of him. <laughs> and we said he's only got one eye, or you did. Is he but... Graham's brother? <laughs> right. <laughs> you're not going to get through this are you I'm doing my best to completely yeah really uh, right okay you know start again you know it's it's fine <laughs> Gordon his name's Gordon like, hi, like Gordon is a moron hi caveman in episode <laughs> 2 we talked about <laughs> we talked about Gordon Brown and you said he only had one eye which is true but people thought, thought it was taking the mickey out of him so we ran a few emails and i just like to apologise I didn't know right it caused all this fuss right we had no idea yeah no <laughs> <laughs> right, and then Jay Goody as well. We kind of took the make out of her in episode two. So as far as I'm concerned, that subject is dead completely. <laughs> but maybe you know, there may be a little bit of life left in it. Maybe if we ever get through this, she might actually outlive this recording. Yeah. Maybe who knows? But uh, on the plus side, yeah. and Michael Jackson is back in town. He is. Are you going to go see him? No. I was asked if I wanted tickets, and I said no. So I don't like his music. But thinking back on it, I actually I would like to go and just say I've actually seen him live. Right. You know, I've but do you like his? Oh, you have. Right. I was about to say because a lot of people think he's that you know he's rubbish, he's old, and all this. But there's one thing you can't take away from him, and that is he loves the kids. <laughs> That's very true. It's very true, isn't it? Fun. But you know, if you want to go, the tickets don't go on sale for another week. They're gonna be about ten thousand pounds, imagine. No, they're starting at fr- about fifty quid. No, no, no. Because my friend a couple of years, about ten years ago, went to see the Eagles. Hundred and seventy-five pound a ticket. Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's already been announced. Okay. 50 quid, 65 okay. and 75 quid. Who's supporting Special him? rate for kids, of course. That's right. <laughs> Who's supporting him? I don't know, the tweenies? Maybe, I just think maybe Gary Glitter would be good. Gary Glitter. Be good, wouldn't it? Can you imagine them two on the same stage? Well, I always think Imagine them two on the same court. Imagine <laughs> them two on the same stage. How good would that be? It'd be very good. That'd be very good, wouldn't it? It'd be definitely... Definitely the, maybe. For the kids. Definitely be live on CBC. Oh, would be, yeah. I love the kids. That kind of thing. But, no, I mean, I think about it is, right, people say, oh, he's misunderstood and much maligned. I, and, and he's just, just a say, big softie, right? I just say, his lawyers are hearing this, I think he's innocent. But what I'm saying is, if he lived down your street, you wouldn't let your kids go anywhere near him, would you? You'd go, that freak that lives down at number 37, yeah. don't go down there. Don't talk to that him. That pale, pasty-looking bloke. Yeah, don't go anywhere near him. He walks backwards him. down to the paper shop. 
Don't go, don't go anywhere near him. No, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't trust him to no, be your baby. I mean, rumours. I mean, if you chuck enough kind of like mud, it sticks. Right. Unfortunately, that's what's happened to him. You know, you can't it must help, be white mud. You can't help who you, who you fall in love with. <laughs> no, very yeah. true. Yeah. But he's, he's like, he, I imagine he's like most Americans, you know, that hate Bush. Well, it depends on what age. Changing the subject slightly, my friend. I don't want to change the subject. I'm sorry, <laughs> go on. He's, he's announced 10 nights. Prince did 21 nights at O2 Arena. So what we think is perhaps we could have a game, a sweepstake, yeah. on how many nights he actually does. How, well, you don't think he'll do 10? You oh, think right. he'll do more or he'll do less? He'll do more than... He's, done, he's, done at least, he's announced 10 now. Yeah. Right? I, I think he'd do less. I, I don't no. think he last 10. Didn't you see him at the press conference? He looked like a 90-year-old. But he's only 50. Uh, maybe, but he looked like a 90-year-old and he moved like a 90-year-old. He ain't going to do 10 nights at the O2. Well, you know, Are they back-to-back nights? Yeah. You know, they'll not last. They'll not last. Okay. I want to go for eight. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for uh, 17. Jesus. Oh, I didn't make a note of this. Yeah. Eight and 17. And when, That's what's my prize. Your prize yeah. will be... Uh, to be included on episode four. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Can we move on now? Yeah, sorry. A friend of mine went to Blockbuster about a week ago and he's looking for the DVD of like Lost and he couldn't find it. It must have took him ages to look for that. <laughs> Remember in episode one, we talked about if, if there's a god out there, email us. Episode one of Roots and the Caveman yeah, podcast? Yeah. Or Lost? Of, um, of Roots and the Caveman podcast. Yeah. We said if there's a god out there, get in contact. And no one did. Right. Right. I was at work on Thursday. It was home time. These two old ladies come in. Right. And here's a present for you. Home okay. time. On, at yeah. work. Right. Yeah. It's time when you're allowed to go home. Right. <laughs> and they gave me this. this describe what that is. <laughs> The Jehovah watch, Witness material. The watch God tower. moves in mysterious ways. And he's found me. That's a very healthy looking picture of Jesus. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it does, does a lot it? on the Bee Gees, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> staying alive. It's fantastic, isn't it? But, yeah, it's staying alive. Yeah. Very appropriate. Well, yeah. Not. No, exactly. But it just proves that God is out there. He's listening. What's, so, what's the headline that? That's a bit like that buddy Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> in Dogma. <laughs> Yeah, feeling good. Well, this is a magazine. The headline is, Does the Booble... Does the Booble... <laughs> the Booble... Does the Bible foretell the future? Do you think it does? No. No, exactly. I don't know about the Bible, though. We should write a book with the Bible. Yeah, this one should be called uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Keep your children safe. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Po- yeah. like the big posters outside yeah. O2. Keep your children safe, Michael Jackson. It's in called town. Awake, so you can have it. When Michael Jackson is awake... In your bed. Keep your children safe. Yeah. Watchtower announcing Jehovah's Kingdom. Look at the date, look at the date on them. September 2008, I got it like yesterday. Yeah. Day before, October 2007. I mean, God is everywhere and God hears everyone, he speaks to everyone, but his printing company a bit slow. Wow. Yeah. He's speaking to you, the Watchtower. What's that film that's out now, The Watchmen? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's that part of it, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as, as soon as they gave me that, I just thought, you know, just thought about you and thought, yeah, podcast, he's out there, he's listening. He thought about he's me. He's taking all this in, I think. Interesting. You know? Yeah. We've had enough rambling. Yeah. And, you know, I think you need to... It's best doing two weeks. You need to go and compose, because yeah. obviously uh, you've forgotten who runs the country, what the, God, the book of God is, you know, you're having a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. I know. So I'll let you, you know, go compose yourself. I'm going to have a massage and they'll... And uh, we're going to play a new band that I went to see a few weeks ago at Brixton Jam on a Sunday night. They came all the way down from Manchester. To London City. Yeah, and they were very funky and I liked them very much. And we're going to play a song called Windswept Love by the Bright Kicks. So let's play it. Yeah, I'm the 
Okay, that was the Bright Kicks and Windswept Love. They've got a couple of gigs coming up, one on the 22nd of March at the Retro Bar in Manchester and one at the Music Box in Manchester on the 30th of April. Also got a very good track on their MySpace site called Bag of Woo that I was listening to earlier. Very good. What do you think of the Bright Kicks? I actually like them. Yeah. I actually think they're quite good. But I do say that after every I actually do like them. And if they're in London again, we should go. You should take me. Yeah, yeah, we'll you know, go again. Because I've been criticised. I don't actually go out enough. No. So it'd be good, you know. If they're yeah. listening to this, then you know, invite us. When you say you don't go out enough, you don't, don't go out at all, do you? Uh, I was out last week, and then before that, was about three months previous. Yeah. You have a curfew, don't you? I do have a curfew. <laughs> about nine o'clock in the evening. You know, that's I sit at home with pajamas. Enforced, isn't it? If she's listening, then no. But yeah, it is, yeah, definitely. It is enforced, yeah. It is, it is enforceable by, uh, by punishment. It's part of the Rufus Law, you know, it, that, that yeah, Rufus Law on exactly, stalking. stalking, yeah. I thought a fantastic idea with stalking. Well, I thought it was a great idea, then it didn't. It was something for, like, our site. And I thought that maybe, if there's any women out there, they can send us in tons of pictures of them, and we can give them, like, we can say, like, oh, she's good enough to stalk or not. Then I thought that's really sad and creepy, right? <laughs> so I can't have a better idea, right, that men can send in pictures of their ex-girlfriends. How good would that be? We can like give them like some kind of rating. Yeah. The stalkability. Yeah. Zero being wouldn't touch a barge pole, and ten being Katie White, who you really want to go after. Okay. Let the dog see the rabbit. Okay, we could uh, work on this. Okay, got any ideas? I could uh, give you a few names. Okay. Of people, and you. Uh... Here we go. I haven't got any pictures, I'm afraid. So you just no, have to fine. use your imagination. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Go. I've got um Jackie Smith. Ah. Uh, One to ten stalkability. On looks or on. No, just it's just personality. Um, for I mean, as an average-looking person, she's she's. I mean, come on, mate. You're she's not good. on on looks or personality. So, so you why? Kind of both. So why? I'm ugly, but I've got personality. So why is Katie White a ten? Is that because of her looks and her personality? She says the magical blend. Yeah, or some or, kind of cocktail. Or you just you just yeah. like looking at her, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't so, like to talk to her. So I think like a might, gagger. I think I think you'll find that it's looks that you're okay. working on, really. Okay, okay, okay. Jackie Smith, you know, she's all right. Because I, I think you'll find halfway, that, halfway, <laughs> five. I think you'll find that when you stalk someone, you don't generally have a conversation and chat with them. I do in my head. Yeah. Why I'm fine, Katie. Thanks for asking. <laughs> 
How about uh, Ulrika Johnson? Everyone says she's good looking, but I don't think she is. About the same as the Jackie Smith. Fine. If she's past it as well. Five. In her prime. Yeah. On like TV and which is like a weather girl. Yeah, I would. But okay. I was about 12 at the time. What about your next door neighbour? <laughs> I've got no comment. Is that for legal reasons? What <laughs> thing to ask. Yeah, I thought I'd slip that one in. Yeah, that's, <coughs> okay. that's what I said to her. <laughs> about uh, Kate, Kate Winslet. Uh, Oscar winner, Kate Winslet. i seen her in that film called Titanic. Yeah. Um, I didn't like her in that. Cause I thought, well, I thought she was too fat. But I've seen her in other films. She just keeps her for like donuts. All right. <laughs> so one, you know, one to ten. Depends how she's looking, but on average about an eight. Okay. She can get down to a four. It's kind of like a pendulum. She swings, hopefully. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Um, no. It's only about six, isn't she? Right, That's Michael Jackson. Six. That's not me. No? Um, no, I don't like her. No. No. Okay. What about the girl on the bus? The one you sit... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even finished yet. <laughs> you know, the one you sit behind and touch her hair. <laughs> <laughs> well? I just want to bring this much fun. <laughs> one, one to ten. I'm sure, I'm sure she won't be listening. Eight. <laughs> I've got one more. Mandy from Billy and Mandy. I've never heard of them. It's a cartoon. <laughs> I've never heard of them, so one. One. Yeah. Okay. So, wasn't it? I think it was, it was Jackie Smith, wasn't it? No. Or Kate she, Winslet. No, she got five. How many did you give Kate Winslet? I gave her an eight in her an prime, eight. but she can swing. And what about Maybe the, girl both on the bus? Maybe both ways. The one you touched her head? Um, eight. Bunny because of. Easy accessibility. Yeah. She's there, isn't she? Very true. It's like a cast point. You might as well be there. Okay, well, that uh, concludes that for this week. Uh, I look forward to Thank my you very much. That was brilliant. <laughs> okay, that's the end of that. You know, you come up with the games and you want to play, so you can't yeah. moan about it. <laughs> right, a credit crunch, all doom and gloom. What's the worst possible thing that could happen to this country? What? What's the worst thing that can happen? Worse, well, worse. That is going to happen. Worse than the credit crunch? Yeah. Or what's, anything, what's the only thing that can make it worse? I have no idea. You tell the Olympic me. Games. <laughs> the Olympic yeah. Games. Just one of the first, one first you're getting out of the credit crunch in a couple of years, in two years, and the Olympic Games is coming to, it's coming to London. Right? It is, yeah. But I want to know, why is it coming to London? Because we had to beat the French. Well, yes, but I think, because money might have changed hands, don't you agree? Well, money may have changed hands, but well, look I... At, look know, at this way, look at this way, right? I believe that it was mainly pushed forward yeah. because the main other contender was the French. Yeah. And you know how we just love our French cousins. This is true, but, right, just imagine a brochure, right, and they give it to you, and the brochure, at the time the brochure was printed of, like, the best bits at London, it was going to be held, held, like, in Edmonton, okay, up at Lee Valley, right? And that's where I was born. Edmonton. Yeah, have you ever been to Edmonton? You must have been to Edmonton, right? Yes. What is in Edmonton? There's the world's smallest pitch and putt course yeah. and a leisure centre. Right. Right. You tell me France can't do any better than that. They can't better that. Well, obviously not. Money must have changed hands. It's got him. Right? But it's not been all held in Edmonton. No, no. But the brochure said the large part of it was, but they've changed it since. So when the IOC um, said, okay, you can have it, they must have looked at a picture of Edmonton and thought, that's quite nice. A couple of friends of mine went to Africa for Christmas. Yeah. They went to Gambia and they were watching like the BBC World News on TV in the hotel room and there was a program about the gangs of England, right? The main gang was from Edmonton. Edmonton? Yeah, right? Yeah. So there's people in Africa, now bear in mind in Africa and certain countries, there's eight-year-olds who are part of like the army, right? They're watching that program going, I'm happy to be here rather than Edmonton. Look how rough that is, right? And IOC, they give us the Olympics. 
That can't be right, surely. Money must have changed hands, right? Right, is that your point? Yeah. Money must have changed hands. It must have. How on earth can France not better pitch and buck course? Well, all I can say up? is that there's definitely money changing hands now, and it's our money that's changing hands. Well, yeah, it's going to kill us. It's going to cripple the economy for the next war. I'll be paying this for the rest of my life. Right? Yeah, well, I've got something, you know, completely not really related to the Olympics. I was trying to, you know, yeah. <laughs> trying to, uh, trying to link it, but sort of yeah, thinking, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't really, you know, about Obama. Oh, good. Your good friend Obama. Yeah. Your Facebook friend Obama. Yeah, because we haven't mentioned him well, since the first. I was giving him a chance like, to bed in to um, see what he can do. Yeah. Cause the first episode was around the time that he got actually got the gig. Right. I was watching news about him and yeah. he, he met Gordon Brown, didn't he? Yes, he did, yeah. It had been so funny if he said to Gordon Brown, you are right, mate? What's happened to you? Yeah. How funny would that have been? Yeah. Because he looks like a cripple, Gordon Brown. Does, doesn't he? He could have said, he like I know f- you, George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> George would have been great. Georgie boy, are you Barry? Yeah. <laughs> It's actually Gordon. Hey, George. Blooming orange. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all Tony Blair's fault. <laughs> but it, I bet you use that at least once. <laughs> but Tony Blair would beat him out there, didn't they? He met Obama before he did. Yeah. Tony Blair is brilliant, don't you think? Talk about stealing his thunder. Oh, man. Tony Blair is fantastic. But anyway, right? It's not really anything political. Okay. But it's about the about the president of America and the Prime Minister of England, but it's not political. No, okay. I didn't mention... Okay, sorry. I didn't mention Gordon. Mm, okay. Graham. <laughs> George. Whatever his name is. I was just talking about uh, President Obama. Obama. And uh, in an interview sometime last week, I think it was on the radio, Okay. he said that um, if it wasn't for Stevie Wonder, he would never have married his wife. Why? Well, you know, like... Did he like... fancy Stevie? Did Stevie turn him down? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I... I love my piano too much. <laughs> it was like... Basically, well, to say love is blind. Yeah. Uh, and deaf. <laughs> but not dumb. <laughs> no. So, so it wasn't that, no. I would believe that it's probably something to do with his music. Oh, okay. And that the music... His lovely uh, melodies. Yes, and either that... He pushed all know, the right keys. Perhaps the first dance that he met, okay. they danced to a Stevie Wonder song. Okay. Which is quite interesting, because I think that, you know, there's a chance that a lot of music... Has brought people together. Okay. I mean, for example, me and my girlfriend, yeah. we met through music. How? Well, not through Stevie Wonder, that's for oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> it was through a band called Embrace. I've heard of Embrace. Yeah. And uh, what I happened? Like them. <laughs> Sorry? I actually like them. Yeah, you like them. No. Yeah, good. I say that about every band. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't really? They're all right. I've got the yeah, greatest hits. I've yeah. got the greatest hits. Embrace. It's not like a cuddle. Yeah. It's a band. That's how you met. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> what do you mean, hopefully? <laughs> it's how we met. We, yeah. uh, well, you went to a gig? No, no. It's uh, like... It uh, came to your house. Embrace came to your house. I went to a gig. Okay. And I decided to go the second night. They did two nights. And this was at the old Hammersmith Palais, which has now been knocked down. Mm. Or changed into office block or whatever, you know. Car park. Yeah, something like that. And uh, they... I wanted to get another ticket, so I went on to their forum and... I spoke to a young lady and he said he had a spare ticket. So he went up there, got a spare ticket, met her. Met her for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Disappeared. Parted our ways. Well, we parted our ways because, you know, I had a partner. I think that she had a partner. Okay. And, uh... Blimey, it's getting all... This is... This feel like a movie. Yeah, it could be a good movie. Like, like I would... We should write this. Since it's over, we should write this movie. And, uh, we never sort of, uh... We kept in touch because they had an email, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the odd gig... If I had a spare ticket for a gig or whatever... Yeah. Always offer it... Generally turned me down. Wow, this is all new to me, yeah. (laughs) And uh, we sort of, I don't know, probably a year or two years later, 
um, and uh, just saying how she was and that sort of stuff. And yeah. uh, it was 2006, the World Cup. Okay, and, yeah. And Embrace were uh, recording the, the, the World Cup song. For and the old Wembley, wasn't it? The yeah. old Wembley. And uh, we went up and uh, filmed the video. Wicked. And so I'm in the video. Yeah, you are. And uh, so is my girlfriend. And that's when we really sort of met and started chatting. Hanging and, out. And by this time, I didn't have a partner. She didn't have a partner. And it sort of grew from there. So we met through a band. Yeah. Just like Obama. So yeah. I am, you know, You're the next president. blood brothers. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, he's not just uh, my Facebook friend. He is. That is a really good tale. I've got he, a tear on my He is. That's, my brother. He ain't That's him. really touching. Yeah. Yeah. So we could, you know, anyone want to email us in about how they got together for a band? Yeah. That's always a good one. Yeah. I think it's, you know, great how music can change lives. Yeah. And not in a, like a... A closing doors way. Well, no, you know, like they you know, like they write political lyrics and all that sort of yeah. stuff, you know, and it says, oh, you know, music can't change lives. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, it can. Quite clearly it can. It yours, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's changed for the better. Certainly has. Wicked. That's all you can ask for, really. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. Well, I don't know where to go after that. Well, perhaps we could, uh, we should, go talking about music. Should we play some? Yeah, yeah. And we can play... Should we play some Embrace? <laughs> I wish we could. <laughs> damn copyrights. Uh, yes, damn copyrights. So what we're going to do is we're going to play Joe's Asian Fetish, a band that have uh, sent us some music. And yeah. we like it. And we're going to play Shaba, Take It Back.
Okay, that was Joe's Asian Fetish with Shabba Take It Back from uh, their album Panda Fox. They're having a break at the moment after a year of touring and recording. I like that, but I like Franz Ferdinand, to be fair. And I like Bowling for Soup and I like the Beastie Boys. So there's a track for everyone on that album. You can download it on their MySpace site. Have a listen, see what you think. I thought it was uh, interesting and okay. I like some of the tracks, some not so much. It's all uh, fair in love and music. That's all I want to say about that track, Nick, to be yeah. honest. And what do you think? Well, yeah, you have a very good point. But yeah. there's nothing wrong in uh, showing your influences, yeah. you know. I no, mean, that's... there's plenty of bands that, yeah. you know, okay. do that. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's not actually copying, it's more... I never said it was. Using I just like karaoke. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. anyway, but getting back to what you were saying about the loved up theme, yeah. I've been invited to like a wedding next year. And you think getting invited to a wedding, it's nice, isn't it? Yes. It's a day out, it's a day out, right? But this wedding is in Wales. And I was told, there's nothing wrong, no, there's nothing wrong with Wales, I must admit. But I was told it's a low-key wedding, right? Get a listen to this, you've never heard nothing like this in your life. Low-key? Yeah, get, right, they're getting married on a... In Wales. They're getting married on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So when's the party? Uh, About an hour later. (laughs) Saturday evening? No, Sunday afternoon. Right. Right, so I've got to travel Friday. Yeah. Find a hotel room for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday yep. for a low-key wedding. So that's four days for a low-key wedding. How outrageous is that? Well, it's quite outrageous. When you consider, in my job, I get 20, 20 days holiday. Yeah. I'm going to have to take at least two. Right. Right? Right. So at the end of the wedding, they go, I oh, know, thanks, you know, thanks for coming, thanks for making the effort. I'm like, no, no, thank you if you're like 10% of my annual holiday. <laughs> yeah. For a low-key wedding. Right. Well, you want to go, though. No. It's my wife. Yeah. She wants to go. Yeah, and I've got to go. Yeah. And I being her partner. Right. So, yeah, but... Well, she could take someone else, could she? Yeah, like rent a crowd, maybe. Yeah. What I'm saying is, don't class it as like a low-key affair when it's obviously over the top. Well, I think it's more to do with uh, the budget and the spread and... Well, two yeah. days. Yeah. You think it'd be easy to get all in one day. Yeah, but perhaps they couldn't book where they wanted to book on the Saturday. It's Wales, nothing happens. If you're not playing rugby, no one does nothing. Well, yeah, there's a lot of uh, sheep worrying. That's the main reason I'm going. I'm drawn into like the nightlife. Yeah. Well, there you go. you got three nights what running you... across the moors, naked, what do you call screaming, them? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a sheep tied to a lamppost in know. Wales? <laughs> it's a leisure centre. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, is it? No, not bad. Not bad so. indeed, eh? Changing the subject slightly, but we were talking about Tony Blair earlier. 
We was. Right? Yeah. And he used to be Prime Minister of England. You're right there. Yeah. He jumps from there to he's there's, now there's on no the peace case. he's now on like the peace envoy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And for the past two years he's been working on the peace envoy for that town called like Gaza, right? And what did he do this week for the first time in two years? The town called Gaza. I don't know. What did he do? <laughs> What's so funny about that? It's like, you know, the local it's town. town called Gaza. <laughs> town called Alice, or it is. Anyway, he's been yeah. working on this for two years. He's, the, he's meant to get peace now. What's the first thing he's done in two years of working on peace in, in Gaza? I don't know. What did he, he actually say? went there. He went there? He went there. Yeah. You, th- you think if you're trying to sort out a town, that'd be the first thing you'd do? Then <laughs> <laughs> you think that'd be the first thing you'd do? You'd want to sort out, like, well, you know, if you the, ring lo- up... the kids hanging around in the local town. If you ring up a plumber, <laughs> is that you want what... him to get to the tap, don't you? <laughs> that what... just might take two years. Kind of thing. <laughs> Is that what the problem is down at Gaza? Got to sort out the local kids. He's sorting out a problem he's never been to. Right. That's, that's outrageous. But he hasn't exactly sorted it out, has it? It's escalated. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's not been down there. Oh, it's all his fault. Well, is I've, that what you're saying? I've come up with a really good way. Tony Blair. I've come up with a good way to help the little town of Gaza to get peace. Right. Yeah. It's to not have... Be twinned with someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's to not have like a war criminal yeah. on the peace envoy. No, that's that is a good true. thing, you know. Yeah, because he did kill six hundred thousand Iraqis. Old Tony Blair. Yeah. That's on his head. Yeah. So how can he get a job in a you know the peace envoy? Is that is that number included? You know, Saddam hanging YouTube. Maybe, maybe. Well, I'll put one at the end. But uh, but you know what I mean? How he's just a laugh. How he's on a peacekeeping envoy yeah. envoy when he should be done for war criminals. He should be hung himself. I'd like I'd like to put the rope around his neck the way he uh, conned yeah. everybody. Well, that's or, very true. Or as he would say, he did win the war on oil. Oops, I mean terror. Yeah. But I think that, you know, he could, as I said, you know, maybe uh, twin Gaza with a more peaceful town, say uh, oh, a, Dutch, Hatfield. a Dutch town, you know. Or Amsterdam. Somewhere, you know. Where Trade the kids for the old, uh, old wacky backy. That's it, yeah. That's what you trying to say? Uh, That'd be well, a good idea. Send, like, tons of it over to... Tons of it. To Gaza. Right? We'll chill them all out. Spread it around, you know, yeah. Put it in all the food. Yeah. They'd be all so stoned, no one would be fighting. Yeah, well... Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. They'd all be paranoid. Yeah. The whole world's against us. <laughs> they'll be, yeah. well, they are. They are. They are against you. They'll all be paranoid. That's yeah. why you've got Tony Blair helping you. Tony Blair doing it. <laughs> Did he come to clean up our town? He's only been here two years ago. What's he doing now? He's picking on me. Yeah. I think you have a point. Oh, he's a war criminal. Yeah. But he's a war criminal. He should be hung, but he's better than Gordon Brown. Don't you think? Don't you, don't you think that Gordon Brown's going to be defeated, the, the worst the prime minister <laughs> in the history of the world? The, th- the thing is, like, is of course, Tony Blair doesn't have that resemblance to the Churchill dog. The whole yes, 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 yes. Gordon Brown does. With his, yeah, he's you know. got a weird jaw, hasn't he? Yeah. It, it hangs on his talks. And, yeah. like, oh. and he's so like, like, gapes, doesn't he? Yeah. It's very hard to he looks de- lost. <laughs> it's very hard to describe. Yeah. Without George Bush, him. he looks to- totally out of water. But he made us laugh. Yeah. Gordon Brown, he hasn't even got that ability. No. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, we're getting the odd laugh out of him. But, yeah. You know, Imagine not, his wife is. We're not laughing with him. No, definitely. We're, we're, we're laughing at him. Definitely. Definitely. He's a. Uh, I hate Tony Blair. What's next, Nick Tony? Thank, thank you for that. No, that's fine. Final man. statement. No, that's fine. What's next, Nick? I have no idea. What do you want to talk t- about? You tell me. Oh, right. In the papers, this little mushdi from the banks who got who left is getting a six hundred thousand pound pension a year. Yeah. Right. So Fred Goodwin. Yeah. Right. He's actually written down. He's going to be asked to say it. Right? right. At first, when it broke, I was outraged and thought he should give the money back. Yeah. But twenty four hours later, I found out 
Gordon Brown agreed to it. Yes. Yeah? Gordon Brown agreed to it. Right, this is the funniest thing. Harriet Harman, she said, his contract might be enforceable in the court of law, but... Oh, God, fucking hell. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Harriet Harman said, his contract might be enforceable in the court of law, but the enforceability of a court of public opinion is something else. So what he's saying is, he can keep the money in a court of law, but public opinion in England should be able to overturn that. And what do you think about that? Well, no. <laughs> she's crazy, yeah. right? And before she was an MP, do you know what she used to do for a living? She was a lawyer. A lawyer. She was a lawyer. <laughs> can you believe a lawyer's saying that? And, and a lawyer's basically saying, well, it's uh, perfectly legal, but we're going to make up a law to make it unlawful. Basically, what I think she's saying is, when I'm working as a lawyer, you've got to go by the law. When it's in my favour in the House of Parliament, I can change the law because yeah. I'm crooked. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, you know, I don't... Obviously, I'm not happy that he's getting that amount of money for being... He's got for having early retirement. Yeah, right? it's in his contract. And, and, and running probably the worst company in British history Yeah, that's had now the biggest losses. He's gambled people's money and livelihoods. Yeah. Right? There's hundreds and, th hundreds and thousands of people losing their jobs. Yeah. You know, everyone's looking over their shoulder, yeah. thinking, am I going to be next? Right? And he's sitting there... On a 690-odd, because it, well, it's actually more, isn't it? Haven't they yeah, said yeah. That it's actually over 700,000 now. Something like that. Right, that he's getting... I didn't year. want to make you mad, so I wrote 600,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 700,000 yeah. pounds. You know, people don't get that for their whole working career, some I know, people. I know, And he's getting it every year for the rest of his life. I know. And we're paying for it. I know. And we, and there's... But is, but is that his fault? In my eyes, no, no, it's, not it's his Gordon fault. Brown's fault. I'm not saying it's his fault. I guarantee you. But it's his fault he managed yeah, yeah, to run yeah. the worst company in British history. It was Gordon Brown's fault, and I guarantee you, we rang him up and got through to him, we asked him what happened, he'll go, he'll go, it was all Tony's fault. He blames Tony Lair of everything. I just think it's... Anyway, getting back to Harriet's point, she says, um, with the, it's enforceable in a court of public opinion, right? England is mainly a Christian country. So it, going, going that way, if people could overturn things and everything would be closing in on a Sunday. True. You know, and going by what she said, Labour would be out tomorrow and she'd be unemployed. So will she do that? That's what I want to know. I'm sure she won't. Well, there we go. Then. So she's crooked. Well, they're not going gonna... to... No, if, if it's in her favour, she will do it. If it's not in her favour, she won't do it. Well, they're not going to run the country on people's... On, well, as... on public opinion, are they? As far, because... as far as I'm concerned, they're not running it. As far as I'm concerned, they're not running the country. That's why it's in such a mess. But I think that, you know... It's uh, they don't actually represent the people, do they? Because this is the catch in the, in MPs is that they you vote for them thinking that they're going to represent your views, but you actually represent them that you vote for them to represent their views. So they give you their views, say this is yeah. what I believe in, and you vote for them because you think that they're going to represent you, but they're not. They're just representing the views that they have. Yeah. You know, whether you agree with it or not, you know, most if you had a public referendum on capital punishment, you know, the death penalty, chances are that it would be voted in. Yeah. Right? But, or hung jury. But, but no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the public yeah. opinion says that yeah. this is what they we want. We were. For, you know, for mass murderers and, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. They want, you know, why waste all that money looking after them, people think, yeah. when kill them. Yeah. You know, they don't deserve to live. No, exactly. Right? But, you know, that's not my opinion personally. I don't it's, believe in it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think that generally... Yeah. You know, if they, you know, I, I just think that everyone who works in Parliament is an idiot. He's, well, a, he's a rich idiot, I think. Well, I'm not sure. And about if they that. want to disagree, then get in touch. Prove that you're not a Roofs and a caveman at live.co.uk. Get in touch. That you're not all tim, yeah. nice but dim. Yeah. And mark every email um, for the attention of caveman. And they're not even nice. No, exactly. exactly. Just dim. Yeah. It's exactly. called tim.
Timothy, Timothy. I was um I was having a think about me and you the other day. Not in a gay way, just something to think about the show. And um, it was the differences between me and you. They're very little, but I say so much about us as people. Right. Are, you, are you ready? Maybe. Well, last time we'd done this, I came around in the morning and your girlfriend cooked us like bacon sandwiches, didn't she? Yes. She didn't have to, she did. Yeah. But the best thing is that she doesn't even eat meat, does she? No. So she gets out of bed for you, cooks you a meat sandwich, and she can't eat meat herself. Yes. Right? With me, I've got to get out of bed on Saturdays and cook my wife pancakes. Right. So that's the difference. You get treated like a king, I'll get you like a pauper. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> no, I cook See, this... I, I cook stuff for my girlfriend. Well I've never seen it. This <laughs> this also this also goes back into our work environment as well. Then think about it. Right. When you work in an office with, with one other person. Yes. And she's probably probably like the best looking person in the company, isn't she? Right. Right. And I work with the biggest freak you'll ever meet, don't I? He's, <laughs> he's, isn't he? He's a 40 year old virgin, lives at home with mummy, right? He, I reckon if there's a car, if he was waiting for a bus and there's a car crash about, you know, about a mile up the road, I think that the ambulance would run past. They tuck him in the back so he looks so bad. And he'd be like, oh no, I'm fine, I had nothing to do. And they'd be like, oh my god, he's had a really bad, you know, really bad like, knock to the head. And that's, like, that's the difference between me and you. Okay. Don't you think? Well, it is you, difference. You know, I was travelling like the lower classes, you travelling top classes. Well, you know. You make your bed. Well, yeah, you know. Some of us are born lucky. Others just aren't lucky. That's to it. To be honest, you know. I mean, yeah. You have a great life, don't you? <laughs> I can't complain. No, exactly, exactly. Would you like to be me for one day? No. No, no, Why, do you want me to say yes? I'll tell you one person I would not swap with. Yeah. That'd be Jade Goody. Would you swap with her? What? No. For one day? <laughs> Why would you? I was reading the... Well, because... <laughs> right. She's got no talent, but I love her. Just because just cause her antics, she's great, right? Did you see... I think it was on Saturday that her, her and her neighbour having a fight on TV. Did you see that? Yeah. It was like in the news. Um, apparently Jade and her neighbour, they have these drives and it merges into one at the bottom. There's a gate at the bottom, so they've got both used the same gate. Yeah. But Jade's been leaving it open, okay? And on this news clip, he said... Oh, uh, you mean you think she have, wouldn't have anything else on her mind? Well, no, no. she'd be able to no, remember no. to shut the gate. No, this is great. So they're having this argument. It's on TV. Yeah. And I think she said to him, oh, you know, please leave me alone because you know, I'll be dead in a month. And his answer was, I'm looking forward to the peace and quiet. <laughs> That's that's our kind of people, isn't it? Right. Don't you think that's but, great? But that's very um, interesting. What? Is like you know the gate being open or shut that makes a lot of noise, does it? Well, I what? just I just think I think it's a good thing to say. Or perhaps she's just doing something else. Like what? I don't know. Do you think she's really ill? Do you think it's a scam? Someone said that to me, but I. Uh... But you think about it, you think about it, she gets a million pound for a wedding, right? Yeah. The only proof we've got, and I ain't even proof. The only proof we've got that she's ill, is she's cut all her hair off. Is uh, Max so you... Clifford the most honest man in the world? Yeah. So so they say to you, we give you like a million pounds to get married, but you got to prove that. You got cancer. You go, all right. I'll go Argos. Buy a pair like, you know, like a hair shaver. You, you know, you spend twenty quid out and you gain a million. Ain't bad, is it? Yes. Then you think. I bet she finds a miracle cure and keeps the money. Well, we'll that's see. just I reckon. <laughs> so, anyway, the drugs. Time will tell. Well, yeah. I, anyway, the, and um, in the papers it said like the drugs she's on that make her like like hallucinate. I don't think it's her hallucinating. I think it's all the journalists and they write about and they use such outrageous words as she's a TV star, she's brave, she's a role model. What has she ever done? You know, can you remember like a year ago she was a racist who everyone wanted to kill? Yeah. And now it's happening. Everyone feels bad. What? Uh, what is that all about? What is? You know, what's this country come to? It's called hypocritical. Well, that's it. That's it. That's all I want to say. I want to go now. You want to go? Yeah, I'm off. I'm all dried up. You're all dried up. Yeah. Well, like an old woman. <laughs> a very old woman. <laughs> well, right. That's it. We're going to play another track. We're actually going to play the Bright Kick skin because we like the CD so much. We're going to play another track and we think that it sort of exemplifies our podcast career because it's called Crash and Burn. So this is Crash and Burn by the Bright Kick.
and crash and burn playing in Manchester very soon actually let's go yes let's get up there right quickly on a very quick note I've noticed that right now I'm going to charge people a pound due to the toilet and what do you think about that that's quite a lot of money but saying that I went to uh, Italy and they yeah. charge you a pound every time I'm thinking we should we should say no to this because it's a money making scam and what's the best way to protest about that <laughs> everyone on the flight right who yeah. knows about it have a curry the night before right yeah. not only will the toilet be out of service the plane will be out of service yeah. imagine 400 people pouring out a curry yeah <laughs> quite a yeah and that'll tell Ryanair that your pound charge it stinks that's it there we go absolutely brilliant and on that note on that note of stink I think our magic is done here I think it is that is uh, a nice way to finish Mm. On a poo joke? Yeah. Always a good way to yeah, finish. Yeah, I, I think, think it's a metaphor for this show. Yes, could be. Right, and what I'm saying is good night. See you later. See ya. Cheers. Bye.